and welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's your boy, Tricky, alongside Katie Katie Naked Lady. Hi. I love how we announced that we're moving the Mondays and we're back on Friday before we even put one so, Monday so episode stupid. out. stupid. We gotta get into the swing of it. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to Offended. I feel like our mics are... Hopefully this sounds good. I can't tell. I don't know. Technical difficulties. Check. Check. I know. Welcome to Offended. Um, this is kind of weird. I do feel like our mics are like extra quiet. Maybe it's just me. I have no idea. But we're. Are actually, you gonna say it again? Yeah, are you gonna? Are you gonna keep talking about it? Because I want it to be normal. I feel like the more I say it, the better it'll get. No. No, that's not how life works. No. Never. Anyway, we're podcasting in our new studio, our new desk. It's pretty nice. I'm actually looking at KD face to face, and I hate it. I was gonna say, is it an upgrade or downgrade? Oh, looking at you, it's a downgrade. So, wow, everybody thinks you're a dick. Good. <sighs> Just kidding. It's the best view I've ever had. Yeah, because I'm naked. I podcast naked. So why do you think I like podcasting so much? <laughs> so. Anyway, welcome to Offended. Um, hopefully you enjoyed our high episode from last week. I totally forgot that it was from 2020. Shit. You uploaded the 2021? Yeah, because we didn't upload it a year ago. What the fuck? Tricky? I know, right? Our acting is so good. <laughs> you ruined it. I think it's funnier that like we play it on it. But anyway... <laughs> actually have some things to discuss it's gonna be a normal episode probably except for we're not gonna talk about AEW because i haven't watched it yet so it won't be dynamite no it won't but starting off let's go back to this past weekend at the ufc pay-per-view holy shit what what a show that was i hate ufc i hate mma that was one of the best pay-per-views i've ever seen what a way to welcome back a full arena of people too well that part was that was awesome and they delivered, too. I think you can tell the fighters were just amped up, like, ready to go. That crowd, 22,000 fans just going insane. I loved it. Hearing that crowd pops again, it's like, God damn. I think I was marking out more for the fans than the fucking fights. I feel like it was both for you. Oh, it was, because those fights were awesome. Starting off with the first fight, uh, I don't remember their names, but the one guy gets kicked in his like side of his leg, and his leg just completely gives out. Did it break? I think, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. But he could not put any weight on it. Every time he would like go to walk on it, he was lip-making like really bad. What's crazy is that when he got knocked down, he goes to stand up. And when he stands up, he takes the guy down and almost taps him out. He almost won the fight. Did he end up losing? Yeah, the uh, doctor called it in between rounds. Oh. And the fighter was like, I want to keep going. And they're like, okay, walk towards me. And he's trying to walk towards him. And he keeps, like, limping. Oh, no. I'd be so pissed if I was that fighter. Oh, he like, was. Like, you put up all of this time, effort, mm-hmm. money, pain, and you feel like you can finish it. And someone, someone else tells you you can't do it. Like, what the fuck, dude? Next up, we had Uriah Hall versus Chris Weidman. Literally, I swear to God, five minutes before the fight started... I looked to my uncle and I said Weidman was the one that was fighting Anderson Silva when Silva basically broke his leg 
on his leg and his Silva's like wrapped around his leg, right? And Todd's like, yeah. Like, yeah, that was disgusting. Fast forward five minutes later, literally the almost identical thing happened again. But this time Chris Weidman broke his leg on Uriah Hall's leg. Uh, It's the first time ever in UFC history that a fighter has won a fight without throwing a single strike. Oh, really? It was the first, it was like the first like five strikes of the fight. It was like literally right off the bat. And you just see his ankle with a loosey-goosey like a noodle. I can't. It was disgusting. Yeah. But it, the the funniest thing about it, this is what I like about the UFC. If this was like a sporting event, like if it's on basic cable, lately in sports, they haven't been showing the replays as much. Or like they just didn't realize like a person's arm was broken or his leg was broken or anything like that. It's like in football. Right. Like they wouldn't show the replay. Once they realize like, oh shit, his ankle's broken, they'd no never more. show the replay. Yeah. UFC was like, we're going to show this replay three times, and it's all going to happen right in a row. We're warning everybody, this is disgusting. Your discretion is advised. His leg <laughs> is broken in half. And they show it again. And when they showed it, my favorite, because uh, when you see it on TV, they are also showing the replay in real time at the arena, too. So when you see the replay, you hear all the fans just scream. And just, oh! Like, see, I think... For people, well, one, it does get irritating, not for me, but, like, for people who don't, like, who want to see it. Like, I don't want to see that shit. But for people who want to see it, because there's a good portion, you know, other players would want to see it. Mm -hmm. Like, family members want to see it. Like, just the general population likes to see that shit. Mm -hmm. I like that they gave a warning and still played it. Right. That's what I like, too. But, like, I don't want to watch it. But I, I do feel like... Why, I don't know. Why not play it? Is it just change the rating of right. the show? Right. Is that why they can't play it on like football and stuff? Because it changes it from like a PG rating to like a 14 or something? Like violence? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's just out of respect like for the athlete and like the athlete's family and stuff. Like they don't want to see it over and over, you know? No. Um, I'm looking for Rogan's... Uh, so Joe Rogan is the best. I don't care if people don't like him, whatever. That's your opinion. That's fine. But Joe Rogan has the best reactions of anybody, of anybody, like, in all of sports. His reactions are fucking hysterical. Which is why he got where he is today. Well, he's a, he's funny. Like, his old stand-up stuff is really good. And he was on, uh, what show was he on the 90s? Because he was uh, hilarious on that, too. No, it was Fear Factor. No, he hosted that, but he was on a sitcom before that. That's how he got popular. He was like a side role on it. I have no idea. I met Joe Rogan on Fear Factor. I want to say it was like News Radio or something with Phil Hartman. I think he was in the show that Phil even, Hartman was on. I don't even know who Phil Hartman is. He's the SNL cast member who was murdered by his wife. You would you would know him if you saw him. He was in almost every skit in the 90s. He was always playing like the dad figure that would always talk like this. Like, every skit he was in, he was always talking like this because he was so funny. Like, he was the, he's the dad in the Farley skit with David Spade where he's, like, living in the van down by the river. Like, he's the dad in that skit. Oh, okay. Ow. Getting used to the new desk. But, um, ah, shit, Terry Cinco's out tonight. Damn it. Yeah, Blues play again tonight. 
Oh, fuck. Well, note to self, we're not going to go to uh, Sport and Social to watch the Blues games. They have no, no Blues games. I mean, I couldn't believe there's that. I 30, could not believe that. There's fucking 40 TVs. I was kind of a dick to the bartender for a second. I was like, you're telling me you can't get the St. Louis Blues game on at Ballpark Village? Stupid. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, so that leg break was disgusting. Uh, and then let's go into what was next? Um, mm. I feel like I'm missing a fight. I feel like there the was five fight? fights. No, that was, there was two title fights, the girl fight and then the main event fight. Oh, there was another girl fight There's beforehand. Two. Yeah. I can't remember that one for some reason. Mm. Sorry. I apologize. I can't remember. And I don't feel like searching for it right now. So I have other shit pulled up on my phone. But anyways, the women's title fight, uh, Rose, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce her last name. Gage is going to kill me. That's his, that's his love of his life. Nama Nunez, I think that's how you pronounce it. Where am I looking? Nama, Nama Yunez? Nama Nunez. Rose Nama Nunez, I think we're pronouncing that correctly. I don't know. I always call her Thug Rose because that's like her nickname. But she lands the most beautiful head kick I've ever seen and knocks out her opponent and wins back the title. She becomes the first woman ever to regain a title after losing it. That's pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey could never do it. No, nobody has. No woman has. When they lost the title, no woman has ever regained it. I wonder if that's because, like, just the way women are built versus men. I don't think it's that. I think it's that the sport is evolving. Because Ronda Rousey reminds me of, like, Chuck Liddell. When Yeah, the, okay, that does make sense. So it's like the men's... The men's sport has already been evolved, but mm-hmm. women's has is mm-hmm. doing a little bit of catching up. Yes, and so it's like 100%. there's no way for women that were in their prime in 2020 is they're not going to be in their like they're not going to be fighting the same caliber of women in 2025 right. or something like that, right? Right. Does that make sense? Yes. So what I'm going to do, I'm gonna pull up the uh, audio from Joe Rogan freaking out on the Rose knockout. It's the first one of two that were hilarious. Good for her. So here's the audio, and Katie, here's the video. I think I did watch this. Whaley has landed several of those inside low kicks. So the other fighter, which I lost a lot of respect for the former champion after that, by Why? the way. So she gets knocked out. I mean, she's out cold. She stands up and starts arguing with the referee, which I get right away. I get it. When you get knocked out, you come back to consciousness like, fuck, no, I need to win this fight. Right, I understand or that you're there. not maybe in the right, right mental state because you just had a fucking brain injury. Right. I understand that there. Time goes on, and she gets interviewed like seven minutes later. And she starts bitching about the referee stopping the fight. Maybe she was still fucked up. Uh, you get fucking knocked out. I understand that, but I've never seen a fighter who gets knocked out after arguing with the referee being like, why'd you stop the fight? And they're like, because you were knocked out. Then they're like, oh. Maybe that she had like actual brain damage. That's what I'm saying. Maybe. That, that, that could be. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I didn't like the way it was handled. 
I thought it could have been handled a lot better. She should have come back on social media and been like, I was dumb. Right, exactly. <laughs> I had some brain injuries. That's how um, I would have handled it. Right. Been like, wow, that was a stupid statement. Right. Don't do not do an interview after seven minutes, I guess, of being knocked out. Right. Uh, and then finally, the main event, uh, Usman versus Mazadov. Mazadov, the McGregor wannabe. Um, so before this fight started, I was... I said to everybody in the room watching, I'm like, Mazadov's going to get destroyed. He hasn't fought in over a year, which was the fight a year ago that I wanted to watch where the guy was like just stomping on his foot the whole time. Mm-hmm. This is the rematch. This is the second so fight. So wh- who was the guy stomping? Who is Usman that? was the one. So stomping. Usman, who won the fight this time around too, was the one who was stomping on his foot. We didn't like him. No, we didn't. But at the same time, I have to kind of give a little clarity here. I forgot that Mazadov took that fight on six days' notice. So Usman was probably training for some... He was training for somebody else. His game plan gets completely thrown off to the point of, like, we have to think of something quick with under six days to prepare for this fight now. Right. So he just held him up against the cage and just stomped on his foot the whole time just to win a quick, easy fight. Well, because... That makes want- sense. Strategy, but right. So, well, this time this one came around, and I just had to laugh at Mazadov because they're like, "Oh, he's still the baddest motherfucker on the planet." I'm like, "No, he's not. He hasn't fought in a year. He literally hasn't fought in a year. He's not the baddest motherfucker anymore." Like, I love Conor McGregor, but I don't think he's the best anymore. No, he, he's, he doesn't he's fight been all the evolved time. Out. Yeah, but he's fighting Poirier again, and it's happening in July. Uh, McGregor better win or he better retire. Which and that uh, is going. That's going to be in Las Vegas in July. It's a full sellout, and they sold out the show within 15 seconds. Holy shit! But McGregor, see that's the difference. McGregor's still a draw. Mazadov yeah, McGregor, isn't. yeah, McGregor's a, a common person name. Like I know McGregor, I don't know. Mazadov. He's a household name. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. And unfortunately, the UFC, this pay-per-view is the best thing that could have happened to the UFC because the UFC is sorely in need of somebody else who can carry the company like Rousey did, McGregor did, Liddell. You need like kind of over-the-top characters in a way, but in a way that's entertaining. There's some people who kind of try and do it, but these come off like a, they look like a fucking loser. Kobe Covington. I just throw that out there. But, uh... Usman knocks out Mazadov in the second round, and holy shit, what a knockout it was. Just a straight right. I remember that because he was smiling right before. Yes. He, yeah, Mazadov was like, ha you're not going to knock me out. Literally, 20 seconds later, he gets hit so fucking hard in the face, and his head just goes in a circle. It just falls backwards. And Usman gets in, like, a couple shots where the referee was trying to stop it, which was Usman was like, smile again, motherfucker. Like, oh, my God. Usman's a bad motherfucker. I don't know who's going to beat him. He's like ran <laughs> through the entire division. Someone... No, there's literally, that's the weakest division in the UFC. I don't know who's going to beat him. Um, He's probably going to get beat in him. like five years or, you know, when he's like close to retiring. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That when he's reached his prime and then the new, new fighters are coming in. Right. So, and when the knockout happened, Rogan's uh, reaction was even better. Here's the second reaction. Oh, come on, ESPN. I don't want to hear your little stupid voiceovers on it. Damn it, ESPN. (laughs) 
Rogan's, uh, Rogan's awesome. I know people don't like him. It's whatever. I don't really know why people don't like him. Because he questions everything, like a normal person should. But he's very outspoken about some things. Or he calls out some things that are like... This is stupid. Yeah, but the left doesn't like it because mm-hmm. he leans more towards the right. Well, also he's a straight white man that has a lot of... I mean, he's cocky, but that's his job. Yeah, just people, uh, to be completely honest, welcome to offended. People get offended yeah. too easily, and they're too sensitive. The biggest one, of the biggest issues, in my opinion, going on right now. I agree with that. Well, yeah, no, I like uh, I like his reactions. I liked that four seconds where the guy smiled and then he got knocked out. I was like, wow, that was kind of like you couldn't have written that better, right? But other than that, I don't it was booked greatly. I don't get in those matches. I don't right. I can't. Um, so, yeah, that was the UFC pay-per-view this past weekend. Fucking loved it. Uh, this was the first weekend in a... This was the first weekend ever that I ordered the pay-per-view all three nights, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Boxing on Friday, UFC on Saturday, and wrestling on Sunday. It's the first time that's, I've ever done that. Did you call rough and rowdy boxing? It is boxing. Same as your no. boxing. No, it's it's rough and rowdy. That's not... A, okay. That's still boxing. Okay, game. but... But don't call it boxing. It is boxing. What do you mean? It's it, rough and rowdy. It's, it's its own breed. Sure, it's rough and rowdy, but it's still amateur boxing. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying just don't call it boxing. It is boxing, though. It can qualify as boxing, but I'm saying when you say I bought three pay-per-views. There was a kick-ass knockout on that, too. But I'm just saying don't call it boxing. It, But it is. I'm just saying call it rough and rowdy. It's still a boxing show. I'm not saying it's not. Dummy. I'm saying it's more rough. It more qualifies as its own fucking thing because rough and rowdy is a fucking. <sighs> Still boxing shit. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. It's you're, a boxing pay per view. Okay, mm, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. I get what you're saying. And the only analogy I, I can saying. think of is not an appropriate one. Okay, say your analogy. Okay, so I had to I had to talk with my attorneys, like uh, Stefan did. <laughs> it's exactly like what Stefan did. What's his uh, What's Mulaney's name on that? <laughs> oh fuck! What is his oh, name? Oh, what's his name? God damn it! Okay, anyways, because he references him in the very beginning, like one of the first few Stefans they ever did. He gets mentioned once. Oh really? And, then and they brought it never back. shows up as that character <laughs> until like. Stefan debuts like, again or no, whatever. until like Bill Hader hosted like yeah. SNL. Yeah. That's what I said. Oh. Until Stefan debuted again. Oh, yeah. Get used to the new fucking desk. Damn. So my analogy is, yes, Rough and Rowdy is boxing, but it's its own thing. It's not like normal amateur boxing. It's fucking Rough and Rowdy. It is normal amateur boxing. No, it's not. It's so... Because amateur boxing isn't good. It's that... I'm not saying it has to be good or not. I'm saying it's it's its own thing because they like they have decided it's going to be this ridiculous event that they have these, you know, re- it's different, okay? That would be like me saying, hey, you want to go to a wrestling show on Friday night and you show up to the wrestling show and it's it's all little person wrestling, all of it. I it's, still think it's, it's a pro wrestling show. Though. It is a pro wrestling show. That's not what I'm debating. I'm saying it's a different, it's its own thing. It's got its own category. Like, yes, it's part of that realm, but like, 
a little person wrestling show is a different, it's a different vibe for the, I mean, I've actually never really been to one, so maybe I'm talking out of turn, Mm -hmm. but it's usually a more like show and not necessarily about the wrestling. Stefan's friend's name was Shy. Shy. Shy, his attorney. Yeah. This is Shy. So yeah, that's what I think. I think that Rough and Rowdy, yes, it's amateur boxing, but it's its own thing. Sure. I'll let you have it. Boxing is a descriptor to Rough and Rowdy. You would not... So, okay, I got a question then. So, like, Jake Paul, the YouTube star who is doing amateur boxing, who actually... Well, I still think the fight was thrown, but people said that's a boxing pay-per-view. But if you watch the show, it was weird. People were saying, like, there wasn't many boxing matches, that there was some, like, weird... Like, they had Pete Davidson go in the locker room and just make fun of Jake Paul to his face, basically. And then Snoop Dogg's on commentary, which is fucking hilarious. He's on commentary. And then Pete Davidson was just wandered up to the commentator's booth and just grabbed the mic and just put a headset on. He's like, hey, guys, I'm not supposed to be up here, but I'm going to talk with that's you guys for a little bit. That's what I'm saying. It's its own thing. But would you call that? That's a, But people were saying that's a boxing pay-per-view, though. It is qualifying as a boxing pay-per-view. I'm saying it's... It's so out there, and it's so different from an amateur boxing I mean, your, traditional show. Your logic is fair. I'm not disagreeing with that. You I get what you're are. saying. I get. I don't agree with it, but I get what you're saying. I'm just saying when you just, describe rough and rowdy, to... don't say don't say. Oh yeah, I rented a, or I paid for a boxing pay per view. Well, what is it? Rough and rowdy. I get, but what is rough and rowdy? That's what I'm asking. It is boxing, but you don't call it boxing. I do. If somebody's asking me what's rough and rowdy, I said it's a bunch of amateur boxers, and it's hilarious because Dave Portnoy makes fun of them the whole time. That is literally how I describe it. I'm saying the the describing word ranking-wise is rough and rowdy is number one, boxing is number two. You wouldn't go around calling people their middle names. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying this is rough and rowdy. This is the name... It is his own fucking thing. I call Robbie his middle name because his first name. I'm is, done. I'm done with you. I bet Paul. most of. I bet most of his middle name's Paul. No, his first name is Paul. His middle name is Robbie. Oh. So, huh? Guess you're wrong. No, I bet you all of the listeners like agree with me. I bet you they don't. I bet you they do. We'll put it to a poll. Do it. Fine. Fucking do it. I will. Dumbass. Anyway. So I ordered a boxing pay-per-view Friday night, an MMA pay-per-view Saturday night, and a wrestling pay-per-view on Sunday. And shout out to the GOAT, Kenny Omega, on winning the Impact Championship. And along with winning the Impact Championship, he also gets the TNA, the old TNA Heavyweight Championship also. So Kenny was walking around with three title belts apparently on Dynamite the other night. And he's also the Heavyweight Champion of AAA Wrestling in Mexico too. Kenny Omega's huge. He's Thanos. He's coming to collect all the Infinity Stones. Oh, God. That would be so great. And then him just get murdered by one, like, bad motherfucker who well, they're going to push to the so moon. When he won the championship on Impact on Sunday night. And shout out to Impact. That pay-per-view was really good. I was pleasantly surprised by how good that pay-per-view really was. I was expecting to be kind of bored throughout it. I thought that show was great. Um but after Kenny Omega won, he tweeted out, I am inevitable. And if you remember in Avengers uh, Infinity War, Thanos got all the Infinity Stones. He goes, I am inevitable. What a fucking nerd. And then at the end of Endgame, that's why Iron Man says, I am 
Iron Man. Get it? Did you just get tears in your eyes? Yeah, fuck you. Okay, you I miss got a little him. tear in your I eye. I miss the Man of Iron, okay? But anyway, and shout out to Zack Ryder. Hopefully uh, he's okay. I can't... I haven't heard anything about it, but after... Remember when I was telling him, like, oh, his knee looked like it just popped out of place? Yeah. He tweeted out Sunday night that he popped his knee back, his kneecap back in the place. But he might be out for a while. Um, so on the show, I thought, oh, it's just a storyline. But I read about a behind-the-scenes thing saying that when Kurt Hawkins was actually, like, worried in the ring, like, when he went to check up on Zack Ryder in the ring, he was actually checking up on him. It wasn't fake. But while he was doing it, Zack Ryder's like, close give me two clotheslines, like one hard one and end the match. They called the spot at the end so he could get up and like take a bump and then take one more bump to, oh to end the match. And I forgot the close, those two clotheslines ended the match. I forgot about that. I should have realized that that was not the finishing move. I should have realized that because it's, it's a clothesline. You don't win matches on clotheslines, especially not Kurt Hawkins anyways. You know what I mean by that? No. So, like, if it's, like, Big Show or JBL or somebody huge and they hit a monster fucking lariat or a clothesline, that could end the match. But a guy who's not that big, he's not a monster. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. But, yeah, but shout-out to Impact. Really good, really, really good pay-per-view. Pleasantly surprised. Um, but, yeah. Okay. That was my weekend, basically. A lot of, How a was lot your of weekend? We haven't done that in a while. How was my weekend? What happened? I, I got care. sushi on Friday, and then on Saturday, I don't even remember what I did. I really don't. Oh, I went roller skating, and oh, I, yeah. I didn't eat shit, so that was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, cool. Yeah. Cool story. Cool story, bro. Cool story. Um... And real quick, shout out to the Blues on Wednesday night. Going into the third period, down three to one, tying the game up three to three, and then scoring with twenty seconds left to win the game. Robert Thomas scoring a what that that ending to that game, that whole game actually reminds me so much of game four. I think it was game four, or maybe it was game five. No, it was game five. It reminds me so much of game five against the Winnipeg Jets. The Blues gave up two quick goals in the first period, and we're like, oh, God, here we go. It's the Blues giving up in the playoffs again. What a fucking surprise. And then they came back, and Jaden Schwartz scored with, like, 15 seconds left in the third period, and we won the game 4-3. to three. Oh. Just like that Last game. Night. Yeah. We, and the Blues just scored now three minutes in. Let's go, Sammy Blay. This is from Tory Krug and Jaden Schwartz. Let's go. one nothing Blues. Ooh. I'm telling you. And I've said this before. This season is reminding me so much of 2019 all over again. We're catching fire at the right time. When are the play? When are the the playoffs? No. The when are the the last row of games for, like between the two top teams? When is that scheduled to be? Say that again one more time. The Stanley Cup playoffs, like not the playoffs, but the Stanley Cup. The playoffs. The very last round, though. Oh, the very last round. Yeah. So the Stanley Cup final. Yes. When is that scheduled to be? Let's check it out. Because I actually don't know because it's all fucked up right now because of COVID and everything. So 
Because in reality, what is it? Today is April 29th. The playoffs should have started three weeks ago in a regular season. Right, and we should have we won in June last year. Right. Or in 2019. Right, and that's normal. Um, the Stanley Cup playoffs this year, however, um, let's see. End of June? Oh, I think it will go past June. Okay, so there's no date and time. Cool. Because they don't fucking know. Well, they should have, like... So, why I asked this question is, like, so I don't know if you we're got still... prepare for yourself? What? Is that why you're preparing for me? No, I haven't even thought that far yet. God. I'll start preparing when the Blues make it to the playoffs. Um, The reason I asked is because I don't know if the, the plan... I'm saying the plan in quote air quotes for like the United States to open up by the 4th of July. I haven't really mm-hmm. done any research, heard anything, but I know Biden had mentioned like, yeah, we want to be fully open by 4th of July. So I wonder if the playoffs would be by then. I th- and what a fucking, what a fucking comeback f- or like, like coming you, you out of the game coming out of, but no, like the Stanley cup finals for whatever mm-hmm. team, whatever team it does. I'm not you get to actually celebrate it, but like, what we experience for the Blues winning the Stanley Cup for the first time, it, it'll feel like that. That Times will, 10. yes, for whoever experiences yeah. that shit. Like, I just think of the party bus of the parade oh, day yeah. and all that shit. Like, it will be crazy mm-hmm. if because their team won the Stanley Cup, but also because it's going to be like the first big celebration right. that we are allowed to do. So that's why I asked. Um, it starts on May sixteenth. The playoffs were supposed to start on May 8th, but they had to push it back due to the teams having to reschedule and everything. Uh, apparently, there's a rumor going around that Gary Bettman was like, if any fucking players get COVID during the playoffs, there's going to be extreme ramifications against your organization. Oh, uh, yeah. I think they should all mm-hmm. fucking quarantine in a hotel. Just for playoffs. Just for playoffs. You get paid enough. I know I know, blues, I know. hockey players get paid the least out of all the professional sports. But I like, would say yes, but just hearing the stories about like some of the players going through like some mental health issues and stuff. I, I like, get that for a whole season. I get it, but for playoffs? Well, no, it was for the playoffs last year. You have to think, the teams that go all the way were locked up for four months. Well, yeah, I don't want it to be four months, but if they yeah. start playoffs in May and they should be over by June, it's a month. No, it won't be. It'll be over in like early to mid-July. You're pushing the playoffs back a full month. That means the ending is going to be a full month back then, too. I'm just saying there could be, maybe not like lockdown in a hotel, but like your family quarantines very seriously and you Mm -hmm. quarantine very seriously. Like maybe that. That's what I mean. You get to bring like family members or a couple friends to quarantine with you or something. Yeah, like, but you and your house, like you choose your household. What's funny is that like uh, apparently... Canada is having a major outbreaks right now, which people, are, of course, are freaking out about it. But I kind of have to look at it like I almost think that was inevitable because they were like the only country not getting anything. But because their lockdowns were so strong and so strict and so enforced, they're going through the beginning, basically what we went through. And I think our cases are going down because, fuck, half of us already have we've it. already had it. Yeah, it's just scary. It's scary how it all uh, ended up working out. Because I think, you know, each, well, America, fuck, 
we didn't do a great job because we didn't have any any leadership. We had no leadership on the state or, or federal level, okay? So if America was a fucking shit show. Right. And so we didn't have anything. But the people who were making decisions in other countries and New Zealand and all that shit, they were doing what they thought was best at the time. Mm-hmm. But again, we don't know what's going to happen next with like this pandemic. Like nobody knows. We can The scientists just guess. They just make solid guesses of how it's going to play out or what could happen based on science. Right. So the fact that Canada is going through it right now, I feel bad for them, but it's like, I don't know. It just, it just, it's all a clusterfuck. Like America, we didn't really make a choice to be a clusterfuck, but it happened and now we're, we have less cases. So it ended up working out and I don't even want to say working out because people lost their lives. So I don't know. I I get, I get what you're saying. Um, There was just no right answer. I have questions, but here's the thing. If I ask these questions, a certain side gets angry that you ask these questions, and they go, fuck you, you don't know science, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's not what I'm asking. I'm legit asking a general question, because shit doesn't make sense to me. So what's your general question? Why are states like Florida and Texas have some of the lowest counts of COVID? I don't know. And they were open almost the entire time. They didn't play by any rules. And now they are fully open. And their cases are, like, so low. And see, I honestly can't speak to that because it's been a while since I've done COVID research. Um, I had to step back for, like, my mental health. You know, I couldn't be, like, checking up on shit all the time and every day. So it's like I only can worry about my circle and my mm-hmm. person and my my people and myself. And that's all I – so I don't know. I mean, if that's true, but – I, I'm I'm questioning whether that those facts are true that that you're saying that they're down, or or yeah. was the reporting fucked up the whole fucking time and now they're just accurate reporting? Who the fuck knows? Nobody knows. Right. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. But I think we're getting to a point now where we, I do think it's time to open up. I really do. I think it's time. Well, it is April. A lot of people have had it's, access to vaccines. Isn't the whole point of getting the vaccination is to Go back to normal? Yes. I think I think with the well, vaccines, though, a certain amount of population needs to have it before it becomes safe. That's the issue. So, like, and I know that America, we're fairly good about getting our vaccinations, but there's still a large percentage that doesn't have them or they didn't get their second shot if it was the two dose. So that's the issue is that if if the majority doesn't have it or a certain amount doesn't have it, then new strands, I think, can evolve. Yeah, that's what I—that's the science I don't understand. So, I could be—I could be wrong, but I think it's like the herd immunity right. with like the smallpox or whatever. It's like if most of the population who can get the vaccine gets it, it is really not likely for the people who are like immune deficient or old or whatever who can't get the vaccine. Right. Like, it's not as likely for them to get it because right. it's not existing as much anymore. So. Right, and I, just, I don't know. There's just things that don't make sense to me. You uh, want it to open up. The Cardinals, like... Oh, like, that was creepy last night. It was creepy. Yeah, it was quiet. It's like being at a Florida Marlins game. But um, I don't know. It's just... There's, like, all these malls. I know we talked about it on here before, and I don't want to get too far into it. But it's just, like, the whole... Why do we got to change everything? Why can't we just still do the same shit? Like, malls... Why is only one door open to some of these stores? Why, like, why are you not letting people in? 
but yet you'll congest them outside of your store in a line standing on top of each other and then they get to come into your store you're literally defeating your own purpose like getting on a plane right you're literally defeating your own purpose i don't get it so i guess my general message is like to anybody listening or whatever if you're tired of the fucking restrictions go get a fucking vaccine like like that's i don't there's no other solution in my head that to move forward Mm -hmm. if you're gonna complain about it Go get a vaccine and then I'll listen to your complaints. That's and, that's literally how I feel because it's like if you don't get it, you're part of the problem. Right. And look at all these bands and like stand-up comedians who are going on tour in the fall almost as if like we're going on tour whether you like it or not. Like do they know something we don't know? Probably. Like, do they, they know probably it's opening do. up? Yeah. They probably have some secret messages from someone mm-hmm. or. Yep. I'm sure people know. I'm sure they do too. All right, let's get into face and heel of the week. You want, you, want, you want me to go first? Sure. Um, so both of my, I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with that. My face of the week, I guess I'm just super happy that one benefit from COVID is that like older trends are coming back. Um, also people being like bored and wanting to be outside. And that's like one of the options we could do. Roller skating is back. Not even roller blading. I mean, that's back too, but like roller skating, which I've always wanted to do. I can, I can like be in a roller skating rink with like walls and like, I, like I won't, I might eat shit once or twice, but I'd be okay. Mm-hmm. My goal is to fucking roller skate outside in and like work out and do it. So me and my friend, we went roller skating, in a well, the park was empty, and then all of a sudden it was fucking like t-ball practice. So all these fucking like eight-year-old boys showed up as me and my friend are like going twenty feet back and forth, and they were just like they were probably thinking those fucking losers. Those girls are thirty years old out there trying to fucking skate back and forth. So yeah, that's my face. Um, my heel also has to do with trends coming back. Um, but I recently saw a TikTok. Of a Gen Zer, bane of my fucking existence. I, oh, I'm gonna get into that in a second. Where they were like, oh my god, look how cute this skirt is, and then they lifted up the skirt and they're like, wait, it's shorts, and they thought it was like a new thing. I'm like, what? Yes, I'm like, bitch, those are skorts. I said, I actually sent it to our friend, um, Jackie, and I said, bitch, we're old. We're old because this fucking Gen Zer thinks this is a new idea. And I'm like, this is, oh, so infuriating. And I think I realize why I hate Gen Z so much. I wouldn't have hated them if they didn't come after me and say that I was, that I was like doing things that made me look old, like skinny jeans or uh, a middle part or whatever. skinny jeans thing because celebrities and like, those skinny jeans are still in. That's what I don't, I don't understand that. So, but this is my thing. I I don't think as a millennial being like Gen Zers are what like fourteen to twenty or twenty two or something, mm-hmm. something like that. It's yeah, it's something. I like don't that. feel like as a millennial at that age ever did I make fun of someone who was thirty or thirty five. I made fun of my uncle. Oh, no, 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 no! I'm saying like for <laughs> I, no, what I'm people joking. wear, I'm like joking. like when I was oh, yeah, no. when I was 14 and I saw 30 year olds walk, walking around, I'm like, fuck, they look so good. Like I want to wear what they're wearing. You know what I mean? I like, make fun of people who wear like I still do to this day. The people that wear FBI shirts that say 
female body inspector or shit like that. stupid shit like that. But I'm just saying, like, there was not, like, a switch that I was like, man, that that 30-year-old is so old. That 35-year-old, like, I never thought that. I was like, oh, my God, they're business professional clothes. They look so fucking fierce or they look whatever. Like, I never had, like, bad thoughts like that. I think it's because these fucking Gen Zers didn't go through the ugly middle school stage. They have no... They, they need to be fucking humbled. No, they the, need to be humbled. The major thing about Gen Z that's different and the reason why that they, they are the way they are is because they grew up with social media. They grew up with these smartphones. They grew up with all the internet. This they could Google. Yeah. They could YouTube. And we, it's like they're making got, fun of... They're making fun of us. They're making fun of us even though we're the people who... Lay down the brickwork for YouTube, right. for TikTok. We us, we had Vine. Like us growing up was literally the tail end of going over to people's houses and being like, "Is so and so home? Can you come out and play?" Calling the landline yeah. and being like, "Hi, Mister." Blah were, blah blah. We were literally one of the last like generations to ever do that. It, we were the last, and we, as the younger millennials, being thirty, we're on the tail end of millennials because millennials are going up to forty now. I think. Like I think. Like young millennials are like twenty five up to thirty five. Yeah, a millennial. Yeah, so it's it's just strange. It's just to me, I never made fun. I never in my brain was like, uh, that lady's uh, she's so old because she's wearing like I never fucking thought that. I thought that about like seventy year olds maybe or like I don't know. Like my mom would wear some questionable things. My like, mom that looks like a mom shirt. Like don't wear that. You know what I mean? But that's it wasn't the same. I didn't right. like fully on attack. I just don't get it. And so I think the fact that we grew up with braces, their braces don't really exist anymore. It's an Invisalign. Mm-hmm. Um, we grew up with braces and fucking no internet to, you know, we used our fucking magazines to help us with this, with this, like our makeup and our styles and all of that shit. Like we didn't have the internet. We couldn't just Google how to put on your makeup. We right. didn't, you know, we didn't follow all of these like Insta models and all of this shit. Like, oh. I just want them to go through an ugly phase. That's all I want. And then, you know, and they want the low-rise jeans to come back, which is fine. You do you. But when your fupa hangs out and you're upset about it, us fucking millennials, we told you so. We told you so. Get them. Damn, Katie came Mm. to play today. Mike fucking drop. Oh, that was actually dope. I'm proud of you. I, I, they've been... I've been heated about this one. <laughs> I hate Gen Z. <laughs> that was both of them for you? Yeah. All right. So for my face and heel, they kind of go together. So okay. my face is the NHL is going to TNT uh, starting next season. So the NHL will be on ESPN and TNT next year. Uh, I love this deal, especially to TNT because they have announced that some games will be broadcasted and streamed through HBO Max, which is awesome. But one of the major things that I love is now that they're partnered back up with HBO again, are we going to get 24-7 Road to the Winter Classic back? Are we going to get that kick-ass show back? I don't know. I don't know what that is. So basically, you know like Quest for the Cup that we watched with the Blues? Yeah. It's like that, but a thousand times better. A thousand times better. And the one actor you like is the voiceover, is the narrator for the show. What actor do I like? Liv Schreiber. Oh. He's the narrator. And he, his like voice Liv. is just fucking beautiful on that show. It, it really is. Like, he changes his voice up a little bit. It doesn't even sound like him. Well, he's an actor. Right. 
But I'm hoping that that comes back since it's going to be, and it used to be on HBO. So I'm hoping that comes back. Um, but it's just, God damn, we're going on TNT rumor going around right now. Also too, in the post and pregame shows that Ryan Whitney and Paul Bissonette might be your uh, hosts for the pregame show and the postgame show on TNT. Hilarious. That's what they should do though. It brings in the younger crowd. Oh my God. Think of all the bar stool. Like think mm-hmm. of all the people who would tune in just to watch the pre-show and the post-game show because they're on it together. 100%. That's like Shaq. Like, like the, I don't watch basketball, but I like watching the post and pre-game shows for the NBA on TNT because Shaq and Barkley are so fucking funny together. Yeah, they are They just funny. give each other shit the whole time. Well, it's because they're, they're ex-players. I'm chicken wing at your big-ass forehead. They're retired players who were, who were very personable. They were very well-known in the game. They're very personable outside of the game. And, like, I know, is it Bissonette that didn't have the best hockey career? But he was I mean, but he was well-known. Yeah. And he's he, very well-known. Well, and then the they have a great career outside of hockey now. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, they're very I think very they're more personable. successful now than they yes. were when they were playing. But that, I'm saying that's not the same for... Um, Bissonette's a hard worker. I will give Bissonette that. Brian Whitney just is retired and likes to play golf. That's what he does. Bissonette's, like... I'm doing all this He's stuff hungry. for Budweiser. I'm doing all this stuff for this. Mm. Like, he wants more. And I'd love uh, Biz Nasty for that. Well, I just, if if it's working, why not run with it? Is right. my, though, that's always been my thought of anything. Like, and you're going to bring if in it's the younger working, crowd. Why too. Not? Yeah, it's the young crowd who, the fucking millennials, or not the the fucking Gen Zers who are mm-hmm. fucking too soft to watch any hot, like sports or whatever. And watch it. <laughs> right. Uh, my heel are the people that told me I was wrong for months. Uh, so many people on Twitter were telling me, oh, NXT moved nights because of the NHL. Motherfuckers, no, they fucking didn't. For the hundredth time, no, they didn't. And this past week proved it, baby, when the NBC was like, we are not uh, renewing our contract with the NHL. Uh, it was a fun, like, let's see, it was a, how long were they, they were with, the NHL's been on NBC since 05, 06 season. Damn. And that was when it was Versus, the NBC owned it. Remember that channel, Versus? No, I don't, I don't watch sports. I know, but Versus was like a big thing and then it was renamed to the NBC Sports, like, network. No. But, um, yeah, they've been with them for a long time, and this is the first year. I'm so happy they're leaving NBC. I've never, I have never liked them on NBC at all. The only thing, the only positive thing about them being on NBC was Doc Emmerich, and he retired last year, so it's time to move on. You're over it. Mm-hmm. What I really want. Scars! What I really want. Is for people to tell me I was right and the, to no, apologize to me that. because I, I was right the entire time. I don't care about that. Oh, but, but what do you want? I want Jericho to be on a hockey game. I think he will. I think he will do in like some way, a special form, like game, or even do like He's a or thing. sing or sing the national anthem or just I don't know. No, get, I'm saying I, the God, don't sing the national anthem. Why? He's not that good. He's good enough. He's good enough. Okay, that's fair. Just saying, the national anthem is a really hard song to sing. Yeah, and he wouldn't sing it like Lady Gaga. He would sing it in a key and in a pitch he could. What sing have it. I become? They should be coming out with a new uh, album soon. Fawzy. Fawzy. But, uh, yeah, I forget who it was, but somebody on TNT is like, if this deal goes through, this is the day before they announced that the deal was finalized. 
Like, if this deal goes through, we need Chris Jericho to at least announce a couple games. And Jericho replied with, I'm in. Yeah, I would like that a lot. Well, Jericho's from Winnipeg, so he's a hockey guy. His dad was a blues player. Uh, His dad was, Teddy Irving was a blues player. He was a uh, really popular Ranger. Um, Fuck the Rangers. Kenny Omega, also from Winnipeg. Huge hockey fan. He grew up as a hockey goalie before he was a wrestler. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, I bet a lot of, like, wrestlers... And no offense, because I feel like I, don't, I feel like it would like mainstream sports. You're either good or you're not. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like if you're not good, you find other a- avenues where you can be athletic somewhere else. And mm-hmm. like wrestling, like you have to be athletic. Like there's some really fucking top notch people because they're so athletic, like Kenny Omega. But the fact that mm-hmm. he was like an ex goalie kind of makes sense because it's like he wasn't so great at that, but he right. could he. You have a little bit more creativity and wiggle room to be successful in wrestling. Right. And Tony Khan, love this guy. Uh, they were they asked him, they're like, if the NHL's biggest night or one of their biggest nights is Wednesday nights, like, are you willing to uh, move for the NHL if you have to? And Tony Khan goes, look, we have a contract in place for the next two and a half years on Wednesday nights on TNT. Uh, we're in negotiations to extend that even more. We're adding another show to TNT also. He's like, however, if they want to make a deal with us and pay us more money to move nights, I'm all ears. <laughs> He's a businessman. Mm-hmm. Which I love. And mm-hmm. AEW, I think, is their highest rated show. So I think TNT is going to stick with AEW over the hockey for the moment, for the well, time being. Or if, even obviously, if they move. Obviously, we're not talking NBA either. So I'm, I'm keeping NBA out of the discussion. I'm talking original shows on tnt okay aew is number one it's not even close i could see them moving especially because aew is more geared towards the older like crowd like it's not necessarily a no, kid they're are they popular with children no not children no i'm saying that the demographic for aew is 18 yeah to, the, yeah. yeah so i'm saying i could see them moving what time do they start seven Yes. I could see them starting at 8 or something. I could see them moving That's their time slot. Time. Oh, what a fucking save by Huso there on a breakaway. My God, what an ending to the first period, baby. You're listening to the Blues game here on Offended. You don't think 8 to 10 would be enough time? No, I don't. Well, I don't think that's enough time for the hockey game to end. I think the hockey games would have to start earlier. Oh, yeah, the... The NHL isn't going to accommodate, they're not going to change their schedule to accommodate AEW wrestling. That's basically what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's six o'clock games all the time. Sure, but it still wouldn't be over by eight o'clock. And what if it goes into overtime? Right, it wouldn't be over, but it would be something you could switch over to. I think the NHL, if TNT wants to be really smart and play their cards right, they put the NHL on Tuesday nights to go up against NXT. Oh my god. Vince McMahon would shit his pants. Oh my god. He'd probably keel over early. I, I personally think that's what they should do anyways. Fucking change it up. I think the ratings for the NHL on Wednesday nights on NBC have dropped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because we're, it's whatever. It's like, oh, it's Wednesday. We know hockey's on. Fucking make it Thursday. Make it Thursday or Tuesday. Thursday night, I think, would be perfect for Yeah, because you're almost at the end of the week. Like, you're more likely to go to a bar or you're more likely to. Bring back Saturday night hockey. I mean, Canada, like, hockey night in Canada is Saturday nights. You know how many more people would watch it? Oh, yeah. You'd be with your friends, like, mm-hmm. watching, turn on the game. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's. We know hockey's on TNT right now. The only thing is, is the NBA on every Saturday night. So they have to accommodate to the NBA, too, because that's been the NBA's 
channel for years. On Saturdays? No, I'm just saying TNT is the oh. NBA's home. So it's like you have to accommodate that. But I think you have if you're the NHL, you're obviously accommodating AEW and the NBA. Right. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, there's enough nights in the week. The only shitty night, literally the only shitty night to me for TV, and I don't know if this is just a stigma because it's been like this the whole time, is Friday night. Yeah, you don't... Nobody wants to be on TV on Dynamite, or Nobody, on, on Friday yeah, night. Yeah, no, Friday nights is uh, it's it's a dead. It's a dead it's, night for whatever reason, and I don't really know why. It's because nobody's home. But why are people home on Saturday? It's not people are home on Saturday. It's just Friday is more of a... You're off. I think it's just the mentality of like you got off work and now you can relax and you don't have to worry about anything. So we're gonna put this. The only reason why WWE's on Friday nights is because they got paid so much fucking money to be on Friday nights, and they're still pulling in decent ratings. They're still hitting two million people every Friday night. That's their highest rated show. Yeah, which is wild. Well, if you're gonna be on Friday night, I think you're better off being a sport on Friday night because oh, for sure. That'll be on at the bars. It'll be on mm-hmm. when you're out. Like it's. But I don't know if I would make Friday nights the night for hockey. I would make it Saturday. I would totally go Saturday over Friday. And if AEW is going to add another show, you put the new show, the hour-long show, right before hockey comes on. That's a good idea. You had AEW lead into hockey. Mm-hmm. Even if it's recorded or something. It, uh, the second show, I think, is going to be recorded. Yeah, even if it is recorded, it's mm-hmm. like... You just make it work. And a little fun fact here, a little extra face here. Uh, AEW, I think, is going, they're planning on going on what Jim Ross said on his podcast, an aggressive tour starting in July. That they're going back to cities and all this stuff, and they're going to hit the West Coast hard. Uh, In June was one of the rescheduled shows from last year, which was St. Louis, our show. It was rescheduled for like June 23rd from October of last year. Mm Mm-hmm. Every other show surrounding St. Louis has been rescheduled. Ours has not been rescheduled yet. It's still scheduled for June 23rd. They're like, it's Missouri. <laughs> Missouri's, Missouri's probably like Texas or Florida. I've heard a rumor that we could be a test show to see how the crew and the wrestlers do before they go back on the road. I mean, it's not that they far go, They go back to Daly's place for like two weeks and then they go on tour. Basically, they're going to be like, we're back with fans for one night for like a like a little bit, and then we're going on tour full-time again. And, oh, my God. Could you imagine if St. Louis is the first, like, city they they come to? You know. Do you know how crazy that crowd is going to be? You know what's going to happen is that that for the next. Yeah. I I think it's going to get rescheduled. That's my my gut feeling. If that happens, I'm just going to hear about every time a match is talked about or seen from that night or whatever, you're going to be like, I was there. I went to that. I went to that. And it needs to be like... You know, a, but you're going to be annoying. You're going to be like... It needs to be like a pay-per-view, though. It, it needs to be like a pay-per-view card. I'm sure it will be, mm-hmm. if if that happens. Um, Next week on Dynamite is Blood and Guts, by the way. Do you know you know what Blood and Guts is, right? No. It's the two rings. It's War Games. They just can't call it War Games because WWE owns the, the I'm rights. I'm not sure what War Games is. The two rings with the cages, with the cage over the rings. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So they can't call it War Games, even though it was Dusty's idea. Oh, that's, that's his, what Dusty's that's his brain, idea. That's his brain I thought child. his was the beach bash. It's, it's a lot of them. 
Dusty came up with a lot of ideas. He was the head creative booker for WCW back in the day. Okay. The Great okay. American Bash was Dusty's idea. Starcade was Dusty's idea. Uh, War Games was Dusty's idea. So two rings, and the cage covers both rings. So there's really no way out. Yeah. So that's next week. That match is apparently the entire show next week. Oh, that'll be cool. It's a two-hour match. Oh, no, I don't like that. Yeah, the entire Dynamite is that match. How many wrestlers? Uh, Five on each side. So the match starts off with one-on-one. And every, I think, five minutes, another wrestler gets added in. But you don't know which team goes first. So a wrestler from one team gets added in, then it's two-on-one until the other person comes in, then it's two-on-two. You keep going until every wrestler's in the ring, and then the first team to score a pinfall or submission wins the match. But you can't leave the ring. That's the whole. That's the whole gimmick. You're trapped in the ring. So it's just constant. It's constant, constant, constant. Chris Jericho is going to be wrestling a match for two hours on Wednesday next week. Oh. And it's alive. Poor Jericho. It's live. Oh, no. Why did he sign up to that? Is he going to be one of the last guys out, uh, though? He has to be. He, him and the MJF have to be the last two. Yeah, Jericho. Or he's just going to lay in the ring like for like a Royal Rumble match. <laughs> he's like, I need I need 15 minutes to like... I'm, I'm intrigued how they're going to do this. If it's the entire show... Like, I'm surprised they're not doing like one pre-match and then... Like, I get like an hour and a half. I understand that. But two hours? Let it ride. Let's see what happens. No, I, I'm excited. Oh, you are? Okay. I couldn't tell if you were excited. I just uh, like... It... Going to my buddy's house for it. Get are, to see Stoutsy. You're going to Stoutsy's house? No, it's not Stoutsy's. No, and you're coming with. What? What? Where are we? When we're is going this? going to Bowman's. Where? For Blood and Guts next Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 Um... Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Uh, what else was I going to say? I had something else. But no, I just think it's so funny that all these wrestling fans, a week ago, literally a week ago, WWE even had like their quarterly like conference calls where they take questions from like interviewers and stuff mm-hmm. and they answer like business questions and everything or it's more it's nothing's fake on that. That's all real. They talk about their earnings and all this shit. Mhm. And one of them was like, did you, one of the interviewers was like, did you move to Tuesday nights because of the NHL? And the guy, like one of the producers for WWE is like, no, we did not move because of hockey. And we don't think hockey's even resigning with NBC. We did not move. We were not hitting our demographic. Uh, we need to hit ratings. Ratings need to be better. And they're not. So we moved to At least Tuesdays. they're fucking honest. I know. That's why I like really liked that. But then of course people were like, okay, we'll see what they say once the playoffs start this year. And I would. It's when I was like, guys, it's not because of hockey. Hockey's not even going to stay on NBC. It's not going to stay. And now this happened, and those people that were saying that to me, I maybe did respond back to them, be like, hey, what were you saying again? Crickets. You're such an instigator. No, I'm not. Stop being an asshole on Twitter. Like, what did you call me the other day? The vigilante of Twitter? Yeah, I did. I just hate people. I just hate <laughs> stupid, rude, I said you're like the sting people. of Twitter. <laughs> I am. I just sit on my couch like I'm up in the rafters just waiting for somebody to say something stupid or incorrect or being ignorant for no reason. I was like, do I need to come with my baseball bat and smack you in the face? Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Anyway, that was your face and heel of the week. Four hours later. That was a long face and heel. That was a long one. 
Let's hear a quick word from our sponsors, our boys, Anything But Credible Podcast. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible Podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended Podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Court Russia Royce wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod. And Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. Songs of the Week. <laughs> Make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify, Offender Presents Songs of the Week. Um, I haven't updated that in a while. Yeah, no. Like in a while. So yeah, I send you I my songs. I, I actually don't even know the last time I updated it, so I need to go like look and see what was on it. You know, my suggestion to you is you do Songs of the Week 2020, 2021. Nah. No, because that, that would take forever to add all those songs up. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying moving forward. Like like in 2021, you'd be like, "Songs of the Week 2021," and just move forward. Yeah, I don't get it. Start a new playlist that says "Songs of the Week 2021." Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay, okay. So that there's not like a 3,000 song list. It's like 500, and then you do a one for 2022. Okay, that's a decent idea. And but I you could like also that. have like a huge master list mm-hmm. if you want to add it to both, or you just have to like fucking do your homework on it. I do like that idea. I've suggested this to you off air multiple times, and you're like, I have no idea. "Were you listening to me the other time?" Do you want my last answer? I'm gonna say it's gonna be no. Yes, I was. Trust ending, stupid idiot. Anyway, songs of the week. Before we get started on songs of the week. We do this every we do this every episode. We can't kill it, even though we have, um, even though we're not going to talk dynamite. Max Caster did have another rap this week, so we oh, have okay. to check it out. All right, all right. Um, I was like, where are we going with this? What are you doing? I wonder if he did two raps this week. Actually, I wonder if he was on. I think he did. Yeah, he did do two. He did two. I haven't heard the one yet. He did two. He did two. Um, and Anthony Bowens is back. He's finally wrestling again. He was cleared. Is that his partner? Yep. Okay. Right. You ready for it? I guess so. All right. Here we go. The acclaimed top of the chain, so I bet you know the name. Getting on the fans and the acclaimed. Yeah. Running in the game and we in our yeah. own lane. Everybody yeah. saying that they want to be acclaimed. Right, the max. And I'm feeling like a pimp between his legs. Five got a 
shell. You can't get a date. You're an incel. Oh, wait. It just dawned. Five is the sub and ten is the dumb. And now it all makes sense. You actually like getting abused by your friends. Hey, we all have fetishes, man. I do too. Mine are cooler, but hey, yours is cool too. <laughs> Look at this new handshake they do too. Like a weird hug. He scissors uh, the A's together. Oh. So he, and he did it one day, like, really aggressively. And looked at the camera going, like, that, like sticking oh his tongue God. out. And the camera cut away really quickly. <laughs> They're like the new um, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Just, like, kind of don't give a fuck. They're the new age outlaws. They're Billy Gunn and Road Dogg, because they didn't give a fuck no, either. No, I'm not saying. I'm saying Triple H and... Sean Michaels, don't put words in my mouth. I know. Don't do it. I'm not. I'm saying. No, I'm saying you're wrong. But New Age Outlaws were mm -mm. a part of D-Generation X also. But who started D-Generation X? Well, Triple H and Sean did. Yeah, so I'm right. (laughs) You can have your opinion. I can have mine. You're wrong. It's my opinion. Opinions aren't wrong. Sometimes they are. Shut up. (laughs) Here's a new one. Yo, you gotta be kidding me. You got a better chance at a hospital in Italy. What up, Fuego? You about to get lost like a Lego. Acclaim got the sauce like Prego. I'll cook you up like I'm Action Bronson. Slap you in the face straight, crack your conscience. My name is Max, that's Anthony. We are the acclaimed. Everything you plan to be. Did you see what he just did off air? Yeah, why do you wear a mask? But he mouthed it and took the mic away. Yeah, why do you wear a mask? You're afraid, huh? What's your real identity? Huh? I love the little burial session. Back him up! It's always the best. The ad lib. AEW! The Acclaimed have arrived! No, you missed it though, because you weren't, I, you haven't watched it. I know, but like, you okay. podcast wrong. Oh no, this is here. Just a little inside to everybody listening right now. Every time we watch wrestling, every time, Katie doesn't say a word during the matches, and that stop. <laughs> when there's a fucking promo going on, she's like, "Oh hey, let's have a conversation right now." I'm like, the part where they actually talk and say something. Now you want to talk, but when they're wrestling and like you can talk during the match because it's wrestling, you don't. It's not true. Those you just lies. did it. Those are lies. You literally just did it. You literally have such a short temper. I do. Asshole. Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> Seriously. That's short temper. I don't stop. Short temper. Oh, wait, there's another one. The employees of the year, now we back to work. Acclaimed in the place, about to smack these jerks. Anthony's back, everybody been asking. He knock you out quick like your name's Ben Askren. And who are you to doubt me? I'll cover up your mouth like I'm Dr. Fauci. <laughs> 
Um, I know Max Caster's like the he's the draw, like mm-hmm. he's like the big name or whatever. But I think Anthony is my favorite because he like giggles at him. Like he giggles the whole time. and he's like, but he is like the perfect comedic relief. I guess he or the is. Relief he's of the it. Billy Gunn. That's ex- he. Billy Gunn did the exact. Okay, here, here. I'm gonna pull it up right now, so you will see right now why. Stop licking your lips, Garth. Jesus. I'm surprised that wasn't your heel, by the way. Monday night. Oh, I forgot about that. We'll have to go into that later. We'll go into it after Songs of the Week. We have a Garth story to tell to the world. Stop licking your goddamn lips. God damn. Stop, because that for some reason he gets excited now when you do that. <laughs> Fuck. Dealing with three dogs right now. You better fucking watch your mouth. You fucking dog. I'll do it. I'll keep right, doing it. So this it. is why I think that um, the, the acclaimed is the new New Age Outlaws. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! And you consider this team the greatest tag team champions in WWE history. So I don't know who has a cooler job because obviously uh, Road Dog has more attention, more mm-hmm. time on the mic. But no, he's got, Billy sucks on the mic. That's why okay, they only had Billy say two words. But he had a lot of pressure to do it every time. It's a lot of words to say. Or you could just be fucking Billy or uh, Billy Gunn, right? Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Ass. Mr. Ass, yeah. Or you could just be him and say like Gun the club. best, be the best uh, catchphrase and it's like Five words, and you're not going to fuck that up. So the uh, Raw 1000, it was here in St. Louis. It was the 1000th episode were, of Raw. Were you there? Were you there? there? Were you there? It, the show kicked off for the first time in like 20-something, probably like in 20 years. The show kicks off with the entire DX together. That's never That hadn't happened since like literally 2000. And Raw 1000 was in, I guess it was 11 years. 11 years. I forget that Raw 1000 was already fucking 10 years ago holy shit ew that fucks me up 
2012 is when that was god damn that was 10 years ago i was in college nine years ago but um, and that's like so gross to be like i was in college nine years ago right so um but they do like road dog does the whole thing and then triple h had his own thing too with sean which was like for the thousands in attendance and for the millions watching around the world let's get ready to suck it that was like his thing Mm -hmm. and then sean be like and if you're not down with that we got two words for you and then Outlaws did it after Sean retired. Well, on Raw 1000, when they did, Road Dog and Triple H did their thing. Billy and Sean grabbed the mic at the same time. And Billy's like, this is, this is my thing. And Sean's like, no, no, it's my thing. It's my thing. <laughs> and Triple H is like, Billy, Billy, let Sean have it. Let Sean have it. Remember when he lost his smile? We don't want him doing that again. He posed for Playgirl during that time. And Sean's like acting like he's sad. And then when Triple H said the, the Playgirl line, Sean started laughing. He goes, I really need the money. <laughs> it was really funny. So who said it? They both did together. Oh, okay. But Sean like stepped back and let Billy have the moment. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He didn't need it anymore. No. He's Shawn Michaels. He's Shawn Michaels. Yeah. But yeah. That was your little wrestling talk on the episode. A little, right little before, wrestling fact of uh, we before, just can't leave it alone. <laughs> first songs of the week. All right. Do you want to go ahead and start? I would love to. Um, so mine are kind of, uh, random. My first one is Quarterback by Wallows. Mm. Um, it's a newer song-ish. Is it, like it. is it brand new or is it new new? I think it's pretty new. Yeah, so. That's, I think. That's, that's the one. Number one. Nice. Uh, my first song this week, Churches Are Back, finally. They haven't been around in forever and they came back. They spell their name with a V, now to you, by the way, Churches. And they, the reason why is because they, the lead singer was like, She's like, well, if you Google search churches, churches come up. <laughs> we don't come up. But if you Google search us with a V instead of a U, it works. We come right up. Yeah. I'm like, that's actually fucking brilliant. So churches, they used to sing the song, The Mother That We Share. I don't know if you remember that. It got really popular. I'm sure I would if I heard it. But their, their new song, Stop. He Said, She Said by churches is my first song this week. But the mother we share, that's the song that they were like known for. Blew up on. Oh yeah, I know we've talked about them before. They're pretty good. They opened for. Uh, I think they opened for Matt and Kim one time when I saw them. They're, They're really on good. my list tonight. Right when you heard it, yep. you're like, I think we cruised around. Um, was it last summer or the summer before to that? All all the time. That song. Yeah. You, that was on like a repeat for you. That was? Uh-huh. I mean, I do like that song, but I feel like I haven't listened to that song in a long time. Like longer than that is what I'm saying. With your other girlfriends? Yeah. Girlfriends past? Yeah, with all 700 of them. What's I your mean, next you song? did have a lot of girlfriends before me. Man whore. Player, my- <laughs> player, player Todd. Player Todd. Um, my second song is Self-Destructor by Chevelle, which I thought I've already picked, but I looked... And I would have picked it like months ago because it's a newer song that Are came out. Are you sure out. you didn't pick it like in the recent weeks? No, I haven't in the recent weeks because I heard it on the radio back when it was still cold outside, like legitimately like December. It was stone cold outside. It was stone cold outside. But uh, it's a newer song by Chevelle and I really like Chevelle in general. So, How good was that stone cold documentary, by the way? Pretty fucking good. It was really good. Pretty fucking good. I like how they stayed focused like on mm-hmm. the years he was active as a wrestler and mm-hmm. didn't get too deep into his outside personal life. I did like that. Um, my next song, 
is by Laurel, and the song is called You're the One. It has a very 80s pop vibe like to it, so kind of 1975 pop-ish, if that makes okay. any sense. Yeah, no, it does. Um, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Um, my third song is um, kind of a throwback. It is a throwback. Um, I got back into Death Cab for Cutie. Don't make fun of me. Why would I make fun of you I for that? I don't know. Some people hate them. What? I think some people well, hate them. Well, people also hate you 2 and Coldplay, too. So. so, Death Cab for Cutie, uh, I Will Follow You Into the Dark. That's a great song. Oh, my God. This song makes me cry I'll every time. Into the Dark. It's actually really funny. Death, mate, like, hardcore Death Cab for Cutie fans, that's their least favorite song by them. Like, Greg loves Death Cab. Loves them. He hates going to the pageant. He's gone to the pageant just to see them. That's how much he likes. I mean, okay, I could see where it's like maybe overplayed, and that's why you don't like it. Like, there's certain songs of like my favorite artists that I don't like. I think it's just because it's so slow. That is by far their slowest Um, song. But their whole album, that whole album, because I've listened to that whole Mm -hmm. album, is not the best album. It's not the quick. It's not the most. No, I think their best album was the album that came out. I think two albums after the one we're talking about maybe i forget what it's called but they have like i don't know why i don't know why yeah no i know i know what you're talking about it's hard to find i know what you're talking about but i'm saying slowly (sighs) vine on the ghost of beverly drive i don't know why i don't know why and then the ghost of beverly drive oh another fight portuzo again Portuzo's fighting again. Portuzo. Oh! Portuzo's getting his ass beat. No, I mean, it's pretty even. Got a nice tilt. Down goes Portuzo. It's all right. I like it, though. Portuzo fucking... Oh, he fought because, oh, they hurt Kairu. Hold on. We're going to have to pause the podcast for a second. I need to see this. Okay, so we had we had to pause the show for a second. Check out the Blues game. Uh, glanced over to see Robert Bertuzzo fighting again. Uh, impromptu heel. Uh, fuck you, Minnesota. They took a cheap shot on Jordan Cairo. Cairo went to the locker room, so who knows if he's going to come back in the game. So it's a fucking cheap shot. He's down on his knee and gets drilled by Feligno from Minnesota. And Bertuzzo steps up and defends his teammate. Bertuzzo gets into a fight. But he gets a fucking game misconduct and an extra penalty for instigating the fight. Fuck you. That is a terrible call all the way around. All the way around on that. And I think the Blues realized how big of a bullshit of a call that was, too. Because the Blues just got a shorthanded goal, motherfuckers. Suck my dick, Minnesota. They were pissed. You fuck you, Minnesota. Fuck you. They, this was the team that when the Blues won 9-1, to they fucking cheap shattered Robert Thomas, too, and sent him off for... Several games. But he had just come back. Correct. He's back now. Well, but I'm saying he came back from a bad injury. Right. Yeah. And it was one minute left in the game, and Minnesota was losing eight to one at that point. You don't need to fucking hit somebody that hard with one minute left in the game when you're down by literally seven goals. That's just really bad sportsmanship. It's terrible sportsmanship. It's dirty as fuck. And they did it again here. Fuck this team. Yeah. I'm all about hockey and fighting. I, I really like that there's fights in hockey, but it's like. A controlled, you don't do dirty hits. You but, can fucking punch someone in the face, but you don't do a dirty hit. But That's what we're it the is. ones that get a game misconduct and an extra penalty. I what think, the fuck is I that think about? That'll get talked about, and the refs will be like, "We apologize for." No, the refs won't. No, that won't happen. 
You don't think so? No, the refs never apologize. That's never happened, ever. What about in other games? Or did I just make that up? Like other sports? totally made that up, Other sports haven't apologized for that? Like that was a bad call? I feel like football has. Like the NHL themselves will come out and be like, the referees made a mistake. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't. They don't actually. Oh well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm saying I feel like it'll be talked about. That should be a suspension for that Minnesota player. I don't care what anybody says. That should be a fucking suspension. That's ridiculous. You don't hit somebody when they're dropping down to their fucking knees, right? And you drill them in the fucking head too. So what's your third song of the week? And another heel is Chris for pointing out that the Bally Sports logo looks like a dick. That's all I see now. (laughs) You see, but you're like a. Is it super bad where he just draws dicks and sees dicks and everything? Yeah. I mean, I made that my Facebook or Snapchat story last night. I had like 30 people message me this morning and be like, fuck you. That's all I see now. <laughs> and it... It's not a B. It's a D. Oh, we scored again. Three nothing. Yeah. Suck my dick, Minnesota. You want to fucking play dirty? We'll just kick your ass on the scoreboard, bitches. Bitches. What? Fucking assholes. Yeah, okay. I want to say a bunch of other mean shit right now, but I get canceled. Fuck you, Minnesota. Pieces of shit. Can you please say your third song of the week? No. Do it. Okay. Um, but, and Tyler this morning goes, yeah. No, I got to work and Tyler goes, dude, saw your Snapchat. Totally looks like a flaccid penis. It looks like a D, not a P. Or wait, a D, not a B. It looks like a P and a D, but not a B. The fuck are you saying? Valley's <laughs> supposed to be a B, but it looks like a P, anyway, not a B. Or a D. So you. Dick or penis. It looks like a dick. Songs? Yeah, it looks like a dick or penis, though, and not a not a penis. We could call it a penis. My next song, my third song, is by uh, the singer Q, and this song is called If You Care. It's a really good song. I really like this guy's voice, and I like his style. He was the one that sounded. Uh, I'm so into you. And we thought, like, what's. It's when we're like, what's that Mariah Carey song? Yeah. It's that guy. Okay. Really good song. Check it out. Uh, my fourth song is by Matt and Kim. It's an, uh, a cover of You Don't Own Me. You don't own me. Yeah. That's a cover? It's Yeah, that's like a, I don't know who originally sang it, but they're the Wives Club that came out with like, uh, was it Barbara Walters? Was she in the fucking movie? It's like three wives who are getting divorced. It was like big in the 90s and they like that's like a musical mm. part of it I don't know. barbara walters was she an actor or was she just a news person i think just news barbara streisand maybe. you're thinking of barbara streisand yeah barbara streisand was in meet the fockers she's i'm not ben sure i'm not sure but it's, it's three women barbara streisand. yeah but it's you don't own me yeah that's like an old song i don't know who originally mm-hmm. sang it but mm-hmm. matt and kim are not the originals gotcha. uh my next song this week is by the weekend and the song is called House of Balloons slash Glass Table Girls. It's a really good song. It's like from the, his album Trilogy, which I think was his one of his first albums. It was right before I Can't Feel My Face I came out. I Can't Feel My Face so, I'm With You. So pre-popularity weekend. But it still sounds the same. Same vibe. Yeah, it's awesome. And that just goes to show you that the weekend has creative direction in the way he wants his music to go. I love it. Uh, my fifth and final, uh, I know I've said it before, but I have newly found Dolly Parton. Not a big country person at all. Um, well, Kyra got the assistant that I guess he came back in. The, uh, good, good for him. The farthest I got for country, I went to SEMO in fucking Cape Girardeau. So for four years, I tolerated listening to country and had like two songs. I'm like, no, these are pretty good. Um, but Dolly Parton, I watched her documentary. I'm like, fuck this, this. 
this woman is like so cool. I wish I liked country. So I've been just like trying to dabble. And so um, one of her older albums is Little Sparrow. And it's the song's called Little Sparrow. But it's bas- basically Dolly Parton is the feminist of the fucking like when she started being like popular was like the 50s and the 60s, I think. Mm-hmm. she's She was like fucking a badass bitch then and she's a badass bitch now. But Little Sparrow is basically saying like, fuck you men who hurt us and like mm-hmm. try to get away with it. Like I'm going to come like ruin your life. I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool song. You should like Dolly Parton. Everybody should give her a listen. I like Dolly Parton. Give her a listen. Uh, my fifth and final song and your song of the week, which will be played in its entirety at the end of today's show, is by this guy named Fred Again. That's his name, Fred Again. And the song is called Angie, I've Been Lost. This song, I swear to God, the 1975 made it for him. It sounds. I mean, they might have. You'd you've, never know. You've heard the song. I played it for you. You're like, holy shit. This is like the ultimate Todd song. I've been lost. It sounds like Frail State of Mind is what it reminds me of. Okay. I'll hear it at the end of the show. Yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. But the whole, I listened to the whole album. The whole album sounds like this song. So I really enjoy it. I will say by the time it got towards the end of the album, I was kind of like, I'm over the vibe. I like that the 1975 splits it up and does other stuff around those songs. Because as a complete album, it gets kind of boring and it gets kind of repetitive. Like you don't want to sit and listen to the whole album. Right. It's chill. It's a chill album. Like, don't get me wrong. But and it's good. But by the time you get towards the end of it, you're like, all right, change up the style a little bit here. It's one of the albums where you pick like five of the ten songs or whatever it is yep. and then you make your own playlist yes. and you listen to that yes yeah. it totally is but yeah and that was your songs of the week make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on spotify at offender presents songs of the week if it's updated if it's updated uh before we get into our trivia game of the show we're back we are back this is a full episode baby before we get into our trivia portion of the show let's hear one more sponsor from mr kyle fauche of the going off topic podcast What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about, from movies to TV to music to sports to gaming to anything, really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauché, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com, too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic. for trivia to end the show do it fucking do it it's a classic offended episode here we're actually doing a full episode we're doing the thing we're doing the goddamn thing we'll be out on a friday God, not a so monday stupid <laughs> so uh where we are getting these questions from i'm pulling them up right now 
It's yeah, I'm curious. RandomTriviaGenerator.com. Oh, very cool. So, and it has five, six questions here for entertainment. We're each gonna get, we're gonna get five questions. Right. Okay. The one who gets in the most wins. Okay. If that makes any sense. Well, we we'll, this might be shuffled around. This is the first time we're doing this. We'll play it out. Yeah. All right. First question. Which cartoon family lives in 742 Evergreen Terrace, Springfield, USA? I know. Is it the Simpsons? That's my answer. That is my answer also. All right. I like this. Okay. Yeah, that works. That works. All right. And it is the, the Simpsons. Simpsons. All right. One for one. One and one. Question two. Which band produced the mega-selling album, Rumors? I have my answer. Go ahead. I know it. Oh, no, 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 no. You know it? Yeah. This is, very, this is a very easy question. No, 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 no. No, it's, I know what it is. I know what it is. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't think of it. It's the guy who's skateboarding, the drinking the cranberry juice. It's that, it's that band. Yes, you are correct. I'll give you a point for that. Okay. Because you are 100% correct. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. And Fleetwood Mac is the correct answer. Question three. You might be able to get more questions in now. So we're going pretty fast. <laughs> in Star Wars. Star Wars? In Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. said that in your life what was the name of the bounty hunter who confronted han solo in the cantina and the cantina is the song that garth likes i know it's the mandalorian but that's not the mandalorian oh it's the guy that died in the sand pit with the monster yeah i know who it is it's your dad's favorite character i don't know but can can i have that point yes i'll give you that because you you know who it is and it is yeah boba fett boba fett yeah Incorrect. It's Greedo. It is Greedo. Yeah, that's totally Greedo. Holy shit. I was so cocky on that. And now that I, after I, right when I said Boba Fett and clicked on the answer, I'm like, wait, no, he's not in A New Hope. It's <laughs> I made, Greedo. I made you get a Star Wars question wrong. Yeah, because it's like, because that was the whole conspiracy. Who shot first? Was Han Solo the dickhead who murdered this guy for no reason? Or the Greedo shoot first? In the original film, Han shoots first. Which is funny. But in the remakes, they have... Greedo shoot first. So it makes Han doesn't look like such an asshole. Han is an asshole, though. But, I mean, the dude is a bounty hunter trying to kill Han Solo. I would have shot him, too. It's war, okay? Right. It's war in the stars. (laughs) Which martial art, question four, which martial art does Miss Piggy practice? I think I know. I can't believe I got that Star Wars question wrong. I got, uh, too, okay. I got I have, too excited. I have my answer. I saw Bounty Hunter. I'm like, oh, Boba Fett. I have my answer. Obviously, it's Greedo. I have mine too. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Karate. Taekwondo. I'm saying karate. Taekwondo. And karate. Damn it. Ta goes up. Fuck. Three to two. Question five. Whose Adventures on TV takes place on the fictional island of Sodor? Sodor. Can you spell it? S-O-D-O-R. Read it one more time. Which Whose Adventures take place 
whose adventures on TV take place on the fictional island of Sodor? Whose adventures? Is it? I I got one. I, think. I have an answer too. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Gilligan's Island. That was my answer. Thomas the Tank Engine. What? what? He was okay. on an island. I guess. Nolan in question six. Nolan. Bushnell, the founder of Atari, is also the founder of what restaurant chain? I didn't know. The Atari, the game? Yeah. I didn't know that that guy had a restaurant chain. Fuck. It's a fast food restaurant chain, though. It's fast food? No, that's what I'm asking. I say we get a different question. Can we do that? Yeah, I was going to get six more. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say... Fuck. What's a restaurant chain? I'm going to go Pizza Hut. I'm going to go with Applebee's. Chuck E. Cheese. Damn it. That was such a good answer to that question. Yeah. Fuck. Still three to two. Oh, you ready? Yes. What was Jonathan Rickman's backing band? Jonathan Richmond's backing band. What is a backing band? I don't know. <laughs> Do you know who Jonathan Richmond is? No, I don't. Um. I feel like once I click on the answer, I'm going to be like, oh. I'm going to say Led Zeppelin. I don't know. The Beatles. <laughs> the Modern Lovers. Okay. The Golden Lovers? Golden Trigger. What pop stars fans are famed for wearing grass skirts and doing the fin dance at shows? Do you know? I have no idea. Um, oh, I think I might know. I'm going to say Bob Marley. I'm going to say Katy Perry. Oh, that's a good guess. Love Shark. Jimmy Buffett. Damn Jimmy it. Jimmy Buffett. I was closer than you. Yeah, whatever. What popular detective... The Robert Downey Jr. portray in a series of movies. I know. Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Sherlock Holmes. Right. So I'm still up, right? Yeah, you're up four to three. Four to three. All right. Three questions left. I like this website. It's fun. It's a good website. Bookmark this website. Uh, What popular designer was responsible for the wardrobe of Kika and the Cook? Who's that? I have no idea. Louis Vuitton. I'm going to go Calvin Klein. Jean Paul. Sure. Yeah, whatever. I don't know if I know that. Oh, what was Luke Skywalker's original name? Why are you doing this? I don't know Star Wars. Fuck off. You have so many other pick from. Pick a different one. We're not doing Star Wars. Oh, I'm trying to think. I think it was Luke. Oh, what was his name? It was like Starkiller, wasn't it? Luke Starkiller or something like that? Why would I know that? Like Star Killer. Like? Yeah. So stupid. Star Killer Base was also the original name for uh, the Death Star. And then they actually ended up calling something Star Killer Base in the new movies. It's like homage to. Mm-hmm. 
That doesn't count. Okay. I didn't know you could do that. Or it just keep going down. That's Very thing. nice. What future celebrity made an appearance as Kyra in the movie The Sixth Sense? What? What future celebrity made an appearance as Kyra in the movie The Sixth Sense? So I'm assuming they were like a kid or they just weren't famous yet in that movie and then they ended up becoming famous. I'm going to say Drew Barrymore. No, that was... No, that was E.T. Yeah. And Drew Barrymore was massive. Kyra. I'm going to say Angelina Jolie. No? No. Why are you helping me? Because your answers are dumb. This movie came out in like 2000. Oh. The Sixth Sense did? Like 99, 2000, yeah. I I think so. I thought it was older than that. I thought it was like 95. Oh, no. Um, We've got a dreamer. Dreamer doggy. Um, Who are you going to say? Uh, I don't know. Um, I have no idea. Post Malone. I'm just going to say Drew Barrymore. No, I take it back. I'm going to say Lady Gaga. It's not right. Misha Barton. I would have never... These questions suck. Pick a better question. How many are we doing? It's four to three? Four to three, yeah. We should really have like three three questions left. As you're hand-picking them. No, because you're not going to... I don't know them. I know. You're not going to know them. No, I definitely won't. What actor played the role of Margaret White in the 2013 film Carrie? I don't know. Clive Owen? Sure. I mean, that's a, I don't have an answer, but... Oh, no. What, it should, shouldn't it be actress? I think that's an actress. I don't know. I think she has blonde hair. That's all I'm going to say. Julianne Moore. That would not have gotten that one. Okay, two more questions. Oh, my God. This started off fun, and now it's like torture. I know. Radiohead <laughs> took the title of their album Paranoid Android from what book series? Endgame? What? It's a, it's a book series about... Oh. It's a book series. Oh, okay. So I was going to say that I think Paranoid Android came out in like early, mid-1990s. I think this is an older series. So you're saying Endgame? Yeah. Is that Ready Player One? I don't know. No. I'm going to say Ready Player One. Okay. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Fuck! Damn. All right. Finally, last question. It's for your chance to tie it. God. Who won an Oscar as Best Supporting Actor in the 1993 film The Fugitive with Harrison Ford? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I think it was Tommy Lee Jones. I don't even know who he is. Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah. Yes, you do. I don't... I... That... When that name comes up, I, I recognize Men the name. Men Black. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Two-Face. Okay. The, uh, the guy who won Best Supporting Actor for The Fugitive. Tommy Lee Jones. And you win! Boom! That was... That, that game started off fun, and I really didn't like the game in the end. Yeah, it went downhill really quickly. Yeah. So... I kind of gave up after but I didn't I know will anything. Say, random trivia generator. We were just doing entertainment. They also have history, science, a bunch See, of other things I'd too. So we a... could 
We could totally do a whole episode of that. So we could. I won't shit on the whole thing, on the whole website. I didn't see sports on there though. Surprisingly. Darn. Anyway, same with the one, two, three finish. Let's get out of here. You ready? Yeah. Uh, one, two, three finish. Um, the Crown. I know I'm late on that. The Crown game on. I think it's on HBO or whatever. But now it's on Netflix. Um. Queen Elizabeth, I'm only on like season two. I'm not going to like do any spoilers, but Queen Elizabeth is still very young and she fucking hates her life. And I feel so bad for the royal family. Like, fuck. I am so glad I was born into just a normal family. <laughs> um, two, to the moon, Dogecoin keeps going up and up and up. And I've got like, you know, X amount of shares. So I'm, I just love it. It's so fucking funny to me. Like, even if I lose all my money, all the, few hundred dollars that i spent like the fact that i get to say to the moon is worth all of it and number three they're coming for me so i'm coming for them fuck gen z (laughs) go wear your fucking skorts and pretend you're like someone cooler than you really are i agree my number one mortal Kombat. watch the watch the new one watch the new one the acting is not that good, and it was paced terribly. The movie is rushed out the ass. I like what they're doing, though. I like that they're setting up a trilogy, and the second movie is basically going to be the tournament, it culminating in a third movie to finish the tournament. I actually really fucking love that idea. However, the main actor in that movie is god-awful. Please let Shang Tsung take his soul and the second one so you can kill him off oh. fatality but anyway um that's like i told you i i respect mortal Kombat because of the actors that are in the movie they're actually martial arts like experts which has been a big crude, issue in yeah. the movie in the movie world where they're whitewashing all these fucking so, movies right. where it's like it really should be asian ethnicity or or black people right. or whatever and it's like they're actually right. doing what they're supposed to do and the, the opening scene was actually really awesome. Yeah, Sub-Zero and Scorpion and Kano are the three best people in that movie. I was like, when you made me watch that opening scene, I'm like, so the rest of the movie is like this and that's a bad thing? And you're and like, oh, you, no. <laughs> and then you saw the main character and you're like, oh, God. Well, and even in that blonde chick, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, Son- you're so yeah, bad. Sonya, Sonya Blade and the main guy are horrible. Everybody else is pretty good. I didn't like Jax at first. Jax grew on me the second time I watched it. So that was the other thing I was going to say. I watched it again for the second time just because I wanted to see if I would still have the same feelings as I did the first time. Actually, I didn't. I actually really enjoyed the movie more the second time. It might be one of those that you have to let marinate for a little Mm -hmm. bit. And And it's like I told you, it's like I like wrestling. I can enjoy this movie and respect that we actually have real, like the actors are actually doing their stunts. Yeah. No, that and that's what's really cool too is they have – actual stuntmen mm. doing so that's what i mean is like the acting i didn't expect to be great but that one that that the main guy you He's guys bad. had but you guys had so many other really good stuntmen actors and or as actresses. I say, and as i said what i just said out i think it's cool i do however think that the main guy should have been a legit actor and then you work around that <laughs> they should have picked their guy yeah and then move because if you're centering this movie around him that that's the one actor that does need to be good, in my opinion. He needs to be able to carry the team. Yes, because Scorpion and Sub Zero. When the movie's over, you're talking about Scorpion, Sub Zero, and Kano. 
and right. maybe Kung Lao. Like, but all in all, I'll give. I agree with what Tof said. Uh, Tof put out a very long review on his Facebook, and I actually agree a thousand percent on everything he said. And I agree with his rating too. It's like a seven point five out of ten. I give it. I agree with that rating a hundred percent. The pacing was bad. The acting wasn't good. It felt a little rushed. But all in all, at the end of the day, there's some things in there that they were totally just threw in for fans, and it was cool as shit. Like Kano wins, or Fatality, or Finish Him. Like that's all in the movie, and they do fatalities. They do their fatalities in the movie that are actually in the game. So I just thought that was cool. Pretty cool. Uh, my number two, we're coming. Let's go Blues. Number three, third and final, Blood and Guts is next week. Let's what? fucking go. And Coldplay is coming out with a new song next week, too. Pretty cool. So we'll see. See how it is. All right. All right. Well, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, all of our social media. So I'm just going to start saying it like that. You can find us on all of our socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It just YouTube. all of the above. It's all at Offended Pod. Uh, wherever you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and now Amazon Music. You can find us just by searching Offended. Subscribe, follow, give us a five star rating. And fuck you, Apple, by the way. Change my goddamn artwork. Change the fucking logo. I don't want douchebag PWP on my shit anymore. I'm just going to fucking say it. I don't want to be associated with the fucking douchebag of PWP. Get PWP off my fucking shit. We, please and thank you. We moved up the alphabet. We're on ABC now, okay? I don't care. I'm not holding back anymore. I Fuck know. that. Fuck PWP. Fuck PWP. I know. Except for JCD and TOF. Yeah, we, we love you, JCD and TOF. But fuck the rest of you. Don't even get me started. I know. That's for a whole nother episode. That is. That's like an open up episode I will talk about. If Dugan wants to have me on anything but Krebel, I'll talk about it on there. Those clicks. <laughs> Tell that story. <laughs> Sell the story. But, uh, yeah. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick1042. You can follow KDK Naked Lady on Twitter at Naked Lady with two Y's. Uh, make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify, Defender Presents Songs of the Week. Ah, uh, anything else? I don't think so. Hey, 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 hey. Smoke weed every day, okay? Oh. I was going to say, as you right. just say that. And before we uh, end the show, Katie has one more story for you. So, Monday fucking night. So stupid. Our dogs are really, okay, they're very good. Like, they don't pee in the house. No, no bullshit like that, Okay. Unless Garth is in trouble and you yell at him and he did something bad. So if Garth is a guilty party, like eating something off the table, chewing on something he wasn't supposed to, and you yell at him, he pees. All right. That's he he was abused at home. So I was like, that's kind of, not our home, but someone else like uh, he got the shit beat out of him. So that's like his reaction. So Monday night rolls around. Tricky comes home. Mad about the Blues game. He couldn't get it to work because it wasn't on the right. Whatever. It's so stupid, okay? Blues game is on right when he walks in the door. And he's like, ah, I can't get the fucking game on. Blah, blah, blah. And the, the dogs disappear because, you know, dad's yelling and they got to run. 
Literally, there's pee everywhere in the house. And I'm like, why does it look like a pee sprinkler went off? So I mop it up. I let the dogs outside. Don't think too much of it just because Garth is a fucking, like, soft little dog. And let the dogs back in. Nothing happens. Like, literally zero things happen. And he's peeing again. I just see all these little pee spots. And I'm like, Tricky, I think there is something wrong with our dog. Like, I think he's sick. Like, I think there's something. And you're like, already in a bad mood because of the TV situation. And you're like, no, he's not. He just did something bad and he's being guilty. Eh, eh, eh. I'm like, whatever. Then he goes outside and Tricky's petting him. And he literally pees more. Like, this is so fucking weird. And then he starts walking weird. And I'm like, oh, my God, my dog is dying. Like, I le- legit thought, like, dog is in full-blown, like, eight rat poison and is going down. I call the vet. Call the emergency room vet because it's, like, you know, 730. And I'm like, my dog is doing X, Y, and Z. And they're like, well, is he bobbing his head? I'm like, yes. They're like, is he, like, reacting really physically if you try to, like, pet him? Or, like, uh, what is it when they, like, pull like away? Flinch? Flinching, yeah. So is he flinching? I'm like, yeah. They're like, yeah, he probably ate some cannabis. Do you guys have cannabis in the house? And I was like, well, my uh, my partner works for a cannabis company. So, yes, we have lots of it in the house and she goes well go check make sure you don't have your stash missing and all of our shit was accounted for okay Mm -hmm. because we're pretty i want to say we're pretty responsible yeah like we don't we don't really fuck with that four hours later the dog was fine but if your dog ever gets i don't think he was fine four hours later i think he was still high yeah he was mentally like he was stable four hours later It, it I'm telling you from... How much from sleep did you get that night? Zero. I, I probably got like two hours, I think honestly. I got 30. Yeah. I couldn't fall asleep. It was... Because at one, we didn't see him eat anything. Two, none of our shit was missing. So whoever... And, and we had to whoever, watch him to make sure he wasn't having seizures. Because yeah. if he started having seizures, then we had to rush him to the hospital. Well... And I freaked myself out by basically pulling a WebMD where you never look at WebMD when you're sick because then you think you're dying. But I looked up doggy Web, WebMD... And one of them was like, oh, dogs eating weed, that's not fatal. Unless it's medical-grade marijuana. I'm like, that's all we fucking have here. So we don't know where he got it from. We don't know how much he ate. So that's why we were getting up all the time with him. Because I was like, you know, as soon as this dog is non-responsive, we're gotta, we got to go. We had a plan. Um, but yeah, Garth got high. Garth got really, really fucking high. He had a trip. He had a trip. The best was still at like midnight. We let him outside because he was finally got up and was able to. He was able to walk. He was able to finally walk by midnight. And I got home at 5.30. So it was from there until midnight. Yeah. So I think he ate it somewhere around 6, 6.30. No, because he started started doing it the second I walked in the uh, door. Well, so we called the vet around 7.30 when we realized shit was bad. No, we called the vet pretty quickly. We called him pretty quickly, Kate. Because the Blues game was still on. Yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Um, the Blues game started at 6 that night. That's why, oh, why, that's why I'm throwing that. That's mm-hmm. why I'm throwing off by that. Um, but my favorite thing and the thing I couldn't help but the laugh at, as bad as I felt for him, when he was finally able to get up and go outside, <laughs> he peed like a motherfucker, number one. Like, <laughs> he really had to go. <laughs> he had to pee so bad. And the, but the best thing about it was you could still tell he was high because he still wasn't walking normal and he's still like kind of reacting like weirdly. 
But a big gust of wind came in, and right when it hit him in the face, he just closed his eyes and kind of like when you pet Garth, Garth is so like he has these like facial expressions. Yeah, he smiled when the fucking wind hit his face. He smiled. He opened his mouth, smiled, and then he opened his eyes and was just looking around at the trees like, oh, what is this? (laughs) Where am I at? Yeah. So that was that was Monday night. Yeah, so if you ever come to our fucking house, keep your weed on your person, please. Yeah, it's like uh, when life imitates art. The house. God. Garth just had a relapse. He had a fucking bad relapse. So stupid. He's fine, though. Yeah, he's good now. He's good. Anyway, that was the Garth story. And this has been Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network for KDK Naked Lady. I'm Tricky. We will see you guys next week. Hockey Talk's coming back very soon. Bye, bitches. And it's going to be great. And the play you out in its entirety is Fred again. And the song is called Angie, I've Been Lost. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, bitches. I've been lost, I've been lost, I've been lost, I've been lost for a while. But I'm really trying. I've been lost, I've been lost, I've been lost, I've been lost for a while. But I'm